Hello everybody, welcome back. It's Jessica and Sadie. This is the Amazing Rewatch. We're your hosts. Today we're talking about season four, episode ten. No, eleven. Eleven? Oh yeah. Okay. Eleven. Uh that aired originally on August seventh, two thousand three. And today is still Sadie's birthday. This <laughs> yes. is the second episode that we're recording today. Still my birthday. Not for much longer, though. (laughs) We have one hour and ten minutes left. (laughs) We left off last episode in South Korea, and no, nobody was eliminated. So we're leaving this episode uh, with John and Kelly first. They leave at three forty-six a.m. The route info says go to Hangang Park, where the locals locals go to fly traditional Korean kites. And then you pull a kite down from the sky and get the clue tied to the string. Then Chip and... What were you going to say? Chip and Riken leave at 3.55 a.m. and John and Al at 4.04 a.m. John and Al's taxi driver speaks English, which is helpful. Yep. And Riken and Chip do not get an (sighs) English-speaking cab driver. And they're so... Well chip mostly Riken doesn't do yeah it's really mostly chip yeah it's not nice he's so rude and (laughs) chip seems to have learned a few words in korean he's trying to get the korean i mean the driver to talk faster talking in korean and he's just like really mean and john and kelly's cab driver also doesn't speak english but they're not being like mean to him they're frustrated but they're not mean so they stop at a hotel to get help from like the concierge in English to get the cab driver some directions. And Rankin and Chip's cab driver is like not going fast enough for them. They they see the park and they see the kites in the sky and they're like, turn, turn, turn left, turn and I'm if you don't go faster, I'm not paying you. Yeah. Like super rude. John and Al the clowns arrive there first and then Chip and Riken, I think, were pretty close behind them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Chip gets out of the taxi, and he's so mad. He's like, speak English. You speak no English. I'm not giving you any money. Yeah. You should speak English. Why? Why should he speak English when he lives in South Korea, and you're the one that is visiting his country? Yeah. That is so annoying to me. He's not living his life just in case you show up in korea someday yeah and need him to speak english like he's just so rude about it and so entitled and like it's it's so annoying and so off-putting yeah and it's it's kind of been that way the whole time Mm -hmm. i like reichen Mm -hmm. reichen seems like a good person i like watching him chip and, like, while the two of them together are entertaining, mm-hmm. Chip just has kind of rubbed me the wrong way this whole time. Yeah. Riken is definitely much nicer than Chip. And especially this episode. Chip really bothers me on this episode. We'll get to more things <laughs> that are not great. Um, like we said, John and Al actually arrive first to the route info and it says make your way to brisbane australia it says make your way to a hotel check in with the concierge and be escorted to the penthouse 
I was surprised that we were going to Australia. We were just down there. In, we were way off, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, we were just in Malaysia. Yeah, so they went back north and... Yeah, maybe. we're going back down, which, yeah, so I wouldn't have guessed. I mean, obviously, I didn't guess. I'm surprised we're going <laughs> back to Australia. I'm pretty sure I said Australia a few episodes ago, but... When we were, like, already down there, though. Yeah. So then Riken and Ship get the clue, and John and Kelly arrive. Um, John is pulling on the <laughs> kite strings, and he's pulling the wrong string. Oh, yeah. And it breaks. And he's... It's, this part's funny, because he's pulling on the wrong string, and all the Korean people around him are just kind of like, uh, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, making it obvious that he's not doing it right, but he just keeps going. He breaks <laughs> it. And he, they're just like... John and Kelly are just like laughing, because it's so... It's just funny. Yeah, I like that part. They were, like, being silly. And yeah, and he does figure out, eventually, how to yeah. get the clue down. Then David and Jeff depart at 5.15. Yes. So they were over an hour behind the last team. And, and then... It was all because of, like, traffic. Yeah, really. Like, they got stuck in the taxi, and then... What was... The, oh, and then they got on the train that went the wrong way. Yeah. And that kind of, like... And switched detours. Oh, well, okay. So I guess there was a few things that put them behind. Most of the teams get to the airport. They find out that the ticket counter does not open until 6 a.m. So John and Al get on a payphone and they try and book tickets by payphone. And they're told on there that the this flight through Korean Air is going to get to Brisbane first. And with a layover in Singapore... And he says, so you're sure this is the first one? You're sure? You're sure? You promised me. He says, okay. And so they walk over to Korean Airlines and (laughs) pay for the ticket. As he he hangs up the phone, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. When he hangs up the phone at the payphone, the music is so ominous. It's like, okay, well, now you guys are already telling us that that's a problem. (laughs) It's like in slow motion as he hangs up the phone and the music's like, dun, 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 dun. Yes. The other teams find out that there's a flight through Singapore Air that gets them there earlier. How many layovers have they had in Singapore at this point? I feel like every like they've had in Asia. I know, right? Is a layover in Singapore. They're like familiar with the airport now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty cool airport. I've heard. Yeah, I've so. never never been. Hope to someday. <laughs> so. Riken and Chip are up at the counter booking the Singapore Air tickets, and John and Kelly arrive. And John basically is just like, I want the same tickets as them. And then at this point is one of the points that Chip bothers me. He's like, John just can't stand it that these gay guys are more masculine than him. Oh, yeah. He just, he tries to put all those stereotypes on us, the gay stereotypes on us, because he just can't stand it that we're more masculine than him. It's like, oh, I don't... I feel like he hardly even talks to you guys. Yeah. So I wasn't getting that. We obviously don't see everything, but. And I don't, I don't feel like you, I feel like this time in the, you know, they have their mandatory rest periods and stuff, but actually racing, I feel like this time in the airport is like the first time they've been around each other. Yeah. They've hardly even been around each other. I feel like. Anyway, so that was just annoying. And so it ends up that John and Al are the only ones that are on that Korean air flight and they're in that terminal and they're all by themselves and so they're kind of getting suspicious like why why are we the only ones here yeah it ends up that these flights are getting delayed because there's really thick fog at the airport 
so we know that the flight through Sing- the Singapore air flight is delayed for sure. And so we go back to John and Al, and they're told that their flight is not delayed. So then it seems like, oh, okay, well, then that's better now. Mm-hmm. And then they're told <laughs> that their flight is delayed for two hours. Yeah. When they were doing their little interview about this, it was like a after-the-fact interview. So they were outside somewhere else, and Al was, like, recapping. He's like, yeah, we asked about the delay, and they said that it would be on time. And you see John's eyes almost roll out of his head. So that was another sign that was, like, obviously something happened. Yeah. But they ask a pilot at the Korean air place because they, they're seeing, like, a bunch of planes kind of, like, getting stuck behind each other. Yeah. They're like, there's no way that ours is going to leave on time. So they ask a pilot, and they're like, is this going to leave on time? And he says, no, at least two hours delayed. And their connection in Singapore is only two hours. Yeah. So that's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. So they're like, we have got to get to that other flight where everybody else is in the Singapore air. And so they're running, and it's that gate that's so far away. And they're running. They get to the gate, and... Well, they get to like a ticketing counter and they get a ticket, it seems like. Uh, yeah. But then they get to the gate and it's closed. They barely, barely miss it. She says, we cannot accept passengers right before departing for like security reasons. So I know how it feels to run through an airport on our way home from Alaska. Did we tell you the story? Mm-mm. So we flew home from Seattle to Salt Lake, but we had a layover in Las Vegas and The layover was only 55 minutes anyway. And then our Seattle to Vegas flight kept getting delayed Mm. like by like five minutes. So it was going to be that we only had 20 minutes in Las Vegas. And when we were supposed to land, we were supposed to be like in gate C3 and the other one left from C5. So we're like, oh, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But then once we landed, we landed in C1. And then our other flight was moved to gate C11, which was pretty far away. Mm-hmm. So we had our kids with us. They're seven and four. <laughs> and we had like all of our backpacks and we were like running through the airport. And luckily, Southwest had called ahead to the Vegas airport and told them that us and there was two other families with little kids were coming from this flight. So they held the flight for us. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They held the flight and then and they like saved seats for us on mm-hmm. the plane too like That's for nice. the families with the kids so nice. you keep asking me why i like southwest it's because of stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice yeah i didn't know that you guys got home super late that night yeah we got back to salt lake at like i think we got our bags at two in the morning and then mm-hmm. by the time we got like to the our car in the parking lot and back home it was like three twenty when we got home so Ugh, wow yeah it was <laughs> pretty late yeah but our kids like evie and cc were troopers cc slept a lot on the plane but evie didn't sleep at all until we got into the car on the drive home really so well, good so running through the airport is that's that's my story <laughs> and luckily we did make our flight they did not make this flight so they go back to the korean air and it's like, oh man, kind of a bumper, bumper, bummer. But they were actually able to call around and find a direct flight to Brisbane. And like, how yeah. did nobody see this before? I know, that was so weird. It, yeah, 
So they got a direct flight and that had their spirits up. Yeah. <laughs> so then they put on their clown noses and start doing silly things in the airport and having fun and making the people around them laugh and stuff, which is really cute of them. They're very entertaining. I mean, I feel like they haven't been as entertaining as I had expected from the beginning. Like when we started introducing them and I was like, oh my gosh, they're not going to... They're going to do this bit every second they can. (laughs) This is going to get old. And I feel like they hardly... Yeah, (laughs) it was like the first lake or two. And And let's see. So those first three teams arrive in Brisbane. Brisbane. Chip is going to be so happy that all these taxi drivers speak English. Yeah. Was the first thing I wrote down. Yeah. Anyway, tell me about Brisbane. Brisbane is the third most populous city in Australia with about 2.6 million people. So if you imagine Australia, Brisbane is on the east coast, like very like center of the coast. So north of Sydney. Yeah. It's the capital of Queensland. It's a diverse city with over 32% of its population being foreign born. And Brisbane is frequently ranked highly in the list of most livable cities. The city will host the 2032 Summer Olympics. And it's a popular tourist destination and very popular with, like, Australians. as They travel to Brisbane for vacations there. For holiday. For holiday, yeah. (laughs) The Aboriginal Australians lived in coastal South Queensland for at least, have lived there for at least 22,000 years. How do they know that? I I don't know. That's wild. With a population of about 6,000 to 10,000 before the European settlement in the 1820s. And as we know, the Europeans came to Australia in the 1800s and made it like a place for criminals and convicts (laughs) and then just ruled it from there. It's known as the sunniest capital in the country of Australia with over 300 sunny days each year. It was a major uh, area for the U.S. Army during World War II. And there was a point where there was like 80,000 U.S. troops in Brisbane. And at one point there was so much tension between the Australian troops and the uh, American troops that there was a fight and they call it the battle of brisbane between like just the soldiers, soldiers fighting like one person died oh my gosh and it was like a huge thing <laughs> they did not like each other i guess and yeah and that's where they're going <laughs> all right well when david and jeff leave the airport they immediately start going for the fast forward the fast forward task is they have to drive an hour away to this beach did it say which beach? Or no, just, just an a hour beach. away. And pass an Australian lifeguard test. And then pull a swimmer out of the water and bring her to the beach to safety. <laughs> this is like the hardest fast forward we've ever had. Yeah. And we'll come back to this. Because John and Kelly, they take a train to this hotel. Yeah, so they're, po- they're supposed to go to the hotel on Roma Street at the transit center. And somebody at the airport tells them it's quicker to go get there by train. And then the other teams take taxis and they end up getting stuck in traffic. So John and Kelly are in the train, basically flying past all these vehicles and are very happy about that <laughs> decision. 
but, but right chip and chip still get there first yeah they so. still get there first not much like literally right yeah before um and so they get up to the elevator to the penthouse and at the top is a clue for the detour which is face first or <laughs> i wrote face face or foot first <laughs> <laughs> face face or foot foot <laughs> Face first or foot first. So face first is an Australian rappel where instead of going down with your back to the ground, you go down with your face to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then foot first. So obviously it's the, this task is scary, but we'll be quicker. And then foot first, you have to spot a building with a race flag, um, like from the top of the building that they're on look around, find the flag, go down the stairs of the building that they're at, and then run over to this other building and go up 30 flights of stairs. Yeah. So none of them picked that one. <laughs> I and I wouldn't either. pick that one. No. no. <laughs> that would... That's... That's a lot of stairs. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather yeet myself off the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Evie has started to say that. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I'm oh like, where do you even learn this? She's seven. <laughs> She's like, you just yeeted that. Oh, what? <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, gosh. So Kelly's hand is really hurting her from the last leg when she was punching those boards. She says her hand is broken. Yeah. And so she is scared to do this because you have to hold like the rope grip. with your right hand to like let yourself down. And she says her hand's broken, but she's going to do it anyways. So only one team member can do it at a time. So, well, two teams can go at a time, but only one team member. Mm-hmm. So John and Chip go first. And you can kind of tell that they're kind of trying to race each other. Yeah. And um, Chip looks so awkward at first. He's yeah. like sitting against the wall. Yeah. But then he figures it out. And yeah, they're going really fast. And they get down to the bottom and he's like really proud of himself and i'm like oh that was that's cool that he's you know he did something brave and he's proud of himself but basically he's just trying to rub it in john's face and he's like he's it really bothers john that the gay man can repel down the building faster yeah and john's like and he's like screwing in his face the gay man beat you (laughs) and john's like okay yeah i don't think he really cares but then Riken and Kelly go down at the same time, and Johnny's yelling, "Don't let that gay guy beat you!" So I'm like, "What? What is going on yeah. here? What? what <laughs> why does gay have anything to do with yeah. co- going down the side of a building?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's annoying that John said that to Kelly. I wonder. He kind of seems like a person that would say that, but I wonder yeah. if he said something like that just to. Like, as a clap back to what Chip said to him. Yeah. I don't know. It was annoying. <laughs> but whatever. And um, Riken does pretty good and gets down. And then Kelly gets really scared. She's towards the bottom. Yeah, she's, and like, she, almost all the way down. Yeah, she kind of gets, like, stuck. And she's, like, screaming and really scared and upset. And John is kind of helping her, like, coaching her to get down. She finally makes it down. And they get their clues, and it says, drive 43 miles to the town of Mululaba. Malulaba. Malulaba. 
<laughs> and to go to underwater world and then follow the marked path to the next route marker. So underwater underwater world looks like just the aquarium. aquarium. Yeah. And the clowns somewhere in this arrived at the airport. I think we missed that. Well, they they it didn't show it. Yeah, it did. I don't think it did. It didn't ever show it didn't them, like, say, landing. like, a time. Because all I remember is them getting to the detour clue. That's all I, all I like. I wrote it down. Really? Clowns, I literally. Clowns arrive at airport mm. right after Kelly was talking about her broken hand. Oh, I must have been writing down the gay thing. The gay stuff. <laughs> the gay stuff. <laughs> that sounds bad, but you know what we mean. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we go back to David and Jeff doing the fast forward and they're like really struggling. And Jeff was super excited because you have to take a surfboard out to this like buoy area where there's a girl pretending to drown and she needs help. And he's like, yeah, I'm a surfer. I'm going to be really good at this. And then he's like, except for I surf in 60 degree water and this is 80 degree water. I'm like, well, wouldn't that make it easier? I know. <laughs> So, yeah, they're really struggling. And so there's this lady that's, like, pretending to be drowning out in the ocean. Thank goodness this was not real because <laughs> she'd be dead. <laughs> well, she was a real lady. No, I know that. But, like. Oh. <laughs> I thought you. <laughs> you thought it was. That I thought it was, like, some yeah. sort of mannequin. So. No. I, I, <laughs> this lady is, like, a great actor. Yeah. Because. She, I don't She's know how just... long they were out there because it seemed like a really long time. She literally was just like being flung up on the <laughs> surfboard and then f- falling into the water. And like, she was acting like a person that was unconscious. Yeah. And I would never be able to do that. It's really like two guys are like trying to get me up on like a board and stuff. I'm like, here, let me help you order. She literally was just flopping around. Yeah. Like, no help, dead weight. Yeah. <laughs> And she must have and been doing that for a David long time. David was even like, she was a solid girl. Yeah, she wasn't fat or anything, but she was solid. But she wasn't even close to fat. No, not <laughs> even a little bit. <laughs> no. Gosh. I know, I'm like, solid girl. What does that mean? Yeah. They had a hard time with that. And it was, yeah, like I said, it was like the hardest fast forward we've had yet. It's not really fair. These Some of these fast forwards are really not fair. I know. Some is like... I always think back to the time when Chris and Alex, all they had to do was eat a pie. Like a tiny little hand-sized pie. Yeah. yeah. And wash it down with the Coke. <laughs> and then these guys like, had oh, to do this. This is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do have a lot of discrepancy in the difficulty of the fast the fast forwards. But yes, they finally do finish. <laughs> and the guy gives them the clue. And he's like, well done. And I was like, mm, was it well done? Yeah. It's just done. Yeah. <laughs> Finally done. <laughs> but it says to go to directly to the pit stop at Mululaba Yacht Club. And, and I thought it was funny when Phil was talking about the D de- and no, the, the fast forward at first. He was like, this is the first time they've said this. The fast forward will make it so that you can skip all tasks and go straight to the pit stop. But it does not guarantee that you will be. Yeah, it doesn't guarantee victory. Yeah, victory. So I'm like, I was thinking, yeah, that they weren't gonna that they weren't gonna win. Yeah, because that happened earlier. Like, didn't Monica and Cherie do the fast forward, but they didn't get team. They weren't team one. I think they were like team four. On like the first leg. Yeah, 
But it made it sound like they were going to get, like, eliminated. <laughs> it took them so long. I'm like, they're going to be the last team. And they had to drive an hour. There was a lot of tricky editing. Yeah. The beach must have been pretty close to the yacht club. So anyway. the other teams had to drive an hour anyway to yeah. go to Malulaba because mm-hmm. that's where they go next. But John and Al arrive at the detour. Is that where we're at? Yeah. And they do face first. And John does it, like, so fast. Yeah. But Al is a little bit scared, but he also does it pretty fast. <laughs> and we were, did we say on the podcast last episode, like, John seems really strong and fit. Mm-hmm. He was, like, cheering for Al at the bottom, and his arms were so buff. Like, he would, like, put his arms in the air and, like, cheer. Yeah. And I was like, wow, he really does have some buff arms. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Being a human cannonball must take a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Have they used their fast forward? I don't remember. I think they would have had to at this point. I think Kelly and John and David and Jeff were the only ones that have it. Yeah. And Kelly and John tried to. I don't think hmm. they did. I wonder if they just knew that they Somebody landed else so was going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So we're the top four teams and three of them haven't used their fast forward. And this is like hmm. the last leg you can. Right? I don't know. I don't think Phil has said that. I would think you should be able to next time. Maybe. Even though next time will be a non-elimination. But yeah, there's like all these times where we say, that was a dumb time to use the fast forward. But But it's dumber to not use it at all. (laughs) Yeah, you should always use it. So John and Kelly and Riken and Chip get to that underwater world about the same time and get the roadblock roadblock clue and it says, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. And they're basically in in like a A shark shark tank. tank. (laughs) So obviously. Yeah. And they open the clue and John's like, I'll do it. And Kelly said, well, I think I should do it. (laughs) And then he said, we have to beat beat these guys. I have to do it. Yeah. But that's not very... What makes you think that you're going to go faster than yeah. she would? Yeah. It's not like a... You're just walking underwater. And I wonder... And at this point, they know they're not last. They know that they're the first two teams. Because there's still two clues in there. After they... Yeah. And he's like, we have to beat these guys. I'll do it. I have to do it. You don't have to beat them. I mean, I'm sure you want a prize. But <laughs> you should also support your teammate if she wants to do it. Yeah. So what they have to do is put on scuba gear... And walk across the bottom of a a tank to get a clue from a treasure chest. But in that tank, there's a hundred sharks and a bunch of other stuff. All (laughs) sorts of creatures. Yeah. So, yeah, John ends up doing it and then Riken chooses to do it. And he says, I asked the guy if the sharks bite and he says, let's just go. (laughs) (laughs) And they give him very strict instructions on keeping their arms at the side. You have to stay on the floor of the tank. Like, you know, stay compacted. Don't step on anything. Yeah. And they're like, keep your arms in or they'll bite, like, bite you. Yeah. It looks scary. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't love this task, but it wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. I would rather do this than eat the live octopus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have, like, an awful fear of sharks. I mean, they are scary. Yeah. But it's not, like, I might if I was in that water with them. Yeah. But... (laughs) It seemed like they were used to people. I know. I was, if it was like out in the ocean. Oh, yeah. No that way. That would be awful. But in an aquarium where they 
are around humans all the time. Yeah. But there's a one point where Riken seems to be, like, falling. Yeah. So he puts his arms out to kind of, like, swim to get himself up. Upright. And right behind him is a shark coming. It looks like it's coming right for his arm. Yeah. And Chip is behind the glass like watching him and he's like Riken watch out yeah it's so dramatic even, even Kelly was <laughs> yeah. like Riken put your arms down <laughs> yeah. it's very dramatic and they really like this scene and yeah the and then editing. like the scene right before it goes to commercial is like a shark swimming with its mouth open right yeah. towards the screen and then it goes to commercial <laughs> and Chip break screaming Riken watch out yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like we have a, a death in the middle of the episode <laughs> I liked when John got the clue and Kelly's like waving to him through the tank and he like puts his hand up and like for like a second to wave yeah, at her. a little tiny, tiny wave. He's like. <laughs> so when they get that clue, it says make your way on foot to the Mululaba <laughs> Yacht Club. Yes. Which is not very far away from the aquarium. It's at one kilometer. Make your way on foot. And at this point, it's not looking good for John and Al. was what i was thinking Mm -hmm. because if the detour is that close to the pit stop that they are on foot then and it's a one hour drive from the from the detour detour yeah yeah what i said was backwards yeah david and jeff arrive to the marina and they check in as team number one and they win a vacation to mexico it did kind of make it look like they were because yeah so reagan and chip and john and kelly are really close by the yacht club and the pit stop and then david and jeff are pulling up so the three teams are kind of all like running around trying to figure out where to go and so then this is when i was like oh okay that's why phil what said phil that. said yeah and then chip and rankin decide to get in a car oh my gosh yeah to go to the pit stop yeah they're like walking they're like should we walk or should we drive and then they like they're like it's not that far and they said but but driving will be faster and so they end up getting back in the car. And so Kelly and John are running and they see Chip and Riken in the car and they're like, they're driving. The, they were supposed to walk. Yeah, Kelly keeps yelling, it says to walk. It says to walk. So, yeah. Okay. So we said J- David and Jeff. Oh my gosh. <laughs> David and Jeff were team number one. Kelly and, no, no, no. Sorry. Chip and Riken were the second team to arrive. Mm-hmm. They're not team number two. They're the second team to arrive. Yes. So, yeah, Phil says, you're the second team to arrive. And they're, like, jumping and, like, hugging and celebrating. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, you did not follow the directions. You drove instead of walked when it clearly says to go on foot. So they got a five-minute penalty for the time gained for driving instead of walking. And then a 30-minute penalty, like the actual penalty. Yeah. So 35 minutes total. And your time starts now. And we'll see who gets there before your penalty is over. And John and Kelly do. Mm -hmm. So they're team number two. But we knew that would happen because they were right behind them. So Al is doing the roadblock. And they arrive at the pit stop. So we go from John and Kelly checking in to... John and Al checking in. That's yeah. it. And they like arrive on the mat and Phil says, John and Al, you are the fourth team to arrive. 
but there was a team before you who incurred a penalty. And so they hear that and they they're their like, face are lights crying up. almost. Yeah. They're like, their face lights up. Al literally like is crying. They're so happy. And Phil says, but however, they still checked in. That time penalty was up before you checked in and your team number four and you have been eliminated. That was so mean, Why did you say it like that? (laughs) I would literally be like, are you kidding me? What? Like, was that information necessary? Yeah. Why why would you get our hopes up like that? Or say it after. Yeah. Like, just so you know, there was a penalty, but you still... Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that is an awful way to say that. That So rude. (laughs) But it did make for some entertaining TV, which is, I'm, that's why they do this. Yeah. Yeah. So we are down to the top three and poor John and Al. Mm -hmm. We, I was thinking that they would be in the top three. Me too, for sure. They have been running a really good race for most of this race. Mm -hmm. They have been towards the top. They've been checking in number one they've been getting along i really thought they would be in the top three yeah i did not think john and kelly would be no i'm pleasantly surprised actually I'm glad. i think i did actually i think i said millie and chuck would have been in the top three but they were not yeah i think you did they they unraveled slowly yeah <laughs> well, i'm glad quickly. kelly i'm glad kelly is in the top three yeah not necessarily john but Ke- kelly and then I thought the other two teams would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're doing like their little pre-top three interviews. Like, we're coming for you. We're going to win. And Kelly says, we're keeping tabs on Chip because he would do something dirty. And I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good top three. Two episodes left. The next one's non-elimination. I don't think we're going to go to Hawaii again. <laughs> Please, no. And speaking of Hawaii, those fires in Maui, yeah. which is just so devastating. Because yeah. they went to Maui last season, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's really, yeah. really sad. Yeah. That's just what's happening like last week. Yeah. That's time of recording. Really awful. So. Thoughts? With Maui. <laughs> I know, I'm like, a, I don't even know what to I say. Don't, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I mean, would, do they ever go to, like, other states? I mean, they've been to Alaska and Hawaii. Do they ever go to, like, other states before they go back to their final leg place? I uh, don't think so, but I think that sometimes they just go straight from wherever they're at to mm-hmm. the mainland. Yeah. So... I don't know. Um, but do you want to hear about John and Al? Yeah. Post-race. Um, so they won one leg. Only and, one? Yeah. But they came in second like four times. Oh, okay. And they were always in the top half of the teams except for one. They were sixth out of seven in India. So they did really well. Their average was 3.72. Wow. So they did great. John did four roadblocks. Al did six. So pretty even there. John has a Twitter. Well, now it's called X, right? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> but I can't, I don't have a Twitter account, so I can't log in. I can't look at a Twitter without 
logging in, which is annoying. But he does have a Facebook, too. So, John is still married to his wife and has kids (laughs) and posts pretty regularly. He looks the exact same and his kids have his same square haircut. (laughs) (laughs) This was like a while ago, like back in the early 2000s. I'm sure the kids are like 30 years old now and have Mm -hmm. different haircuts. Yeah. But he posts a lot of, like, circus pictures. His bio stuff says, worked at Ringling Brothers. So I don't think he still works for the circus. Okay. I don't know what he does. So he has a post, actually, on his Facebook that shows pictures of Carlos Rios doing trapeze work. And Rios is Al's last name. So I think... Al's son, Carlos, is now a circus performer. Hmm. So back to Al, he also posts pretty regularly. Yeah, he looks pretty much like the same as well, but has white hair now. And he has, I think, a grandson and looks really happy. So he was a clown for Ringling Brothers starting in 1988. And then... Got a job at Royal Caribbean as a cruise line entertainer in 1998. So I think that's what he was doing at the time of the race. Yeah. So for Amazing Race 5, 6, and 7, Al provided recaps for (laughs) T-A-R. This says T-A-R flies, but I think it's supposed to say files. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Which is just like a... It says, TAR file is a special file that contains a collection of multiple files combined into a single file. What? That's, no, that's not what this is. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's. That's a .tar file, okay. like for the computer. <laughs> okay, where's, well, that's all that it's showing me. I'm guessing the Amazing Race files. Yeah, right, but. The amazing... I just want to know what it is. Is it just like interviews? It doesn't matter. It's fine. So they did that. Or he did that. And then for seasons 8, 9, and 10, John hosted the online web series, The Finish Line, The Amazing Race Internet Talk Show. In 2006, both of them together created a board game an amazing race board game. How did we not know that this existed? I don't know. Because we love board games. Yeah. And I want to buy it. It looks really fun. Huh. It's like a DVD. A DVD? Do you even have a DVD player? <laughs> we can put it in the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We are... Our technology has surpassed DVD. <laughs> but we should buy it. It's only like... You can get it for like 20 bucks online. Yeah. So that's going to be one of our projects. And... They have both participated multiple times in Reality Rally, which is a fundraiser, like reality show people come and raise funds for Michelle's Place Breast Cancer Resource Center. So it looks like they have been pretty involved with the show, or at least were for several years after they raced. So, yeah. I mean, they just look like they're pretty normal retired clowns. Nice. They seem like good people and are And loved the amazing race. Yeah. So 
That's great. They should have come on for All-Stars. I know, on All-Stars. But there's just only so many people you can bring back. Yeah. For All-Stars. I know. Everybody. Because, yeah, there's so many teams that we like. At at least, you know, four or five each season that are like, okay, they'd be great for for an All-Star season. Yeah. But then when you add that up, because I'm pretty sure the first All-Stars was season 11. So... Unfortunately, you can't bring back everybody, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so we will be recapping the last two episodes next, and I'm very excited. Yeah. Top three, so we're getting down to it. Yeah. And I'm just like really excited to start season five for some reason. I think season five is a popular one. It's one that everybody like pretty consistently says is one of the best. Okay. So. Good. Me too then. (laughs) So let's finish season four first, but yeah. Okay. Well, See you next time. Okay, thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. Bye.